0: Hey everyone guess what it's time for episode 10 of a nerd named mark podcast i'm ridiculously jet lagged not gonna lie um like i said in last week's episode i was gonna try and record something when i flew got in on tuesday night instead i was just mm, between all the airports all the flying and this and that i was sick so everything's going up a day late this week but it's still going up even though i'm jet lagged and i'm kind of I got a, like, a weird chest cold, so I've been sneezing a lot, very congested, a raspy voice, but, you know, fighting through it, loaded up on some meds, and we're just gonna wing it. There's no real main topic this week, because um, I haven't really, you know, done much, because the last six and a half day, almost seven days, I've been all over the place and traveling, and yeah. So we're going to focus on everything else that's going on and little things here and there. Um, You know, so it was really cool to, uh, you know, go back home. I haven't been back home in almost four years, so seeing everybody was kind of cool. Got to go uh, into my old room and into the basement and see all my stuff that I still left there when I moved because I obviously wasn't going to bring everything with me. So I got some goodies. So I think this episode I'm going to talk about a lot of the cool nerdy memorabilia that I brought back with me and you know some gaming stuff it's gonna be a really chill episode nice little hey let's just one of the ones you want to sit back and relax real quick go ahead hit play on the podcast and we'll just coast right through it and just enjoy a little conversation so to speak but before we getting into all that I have an ad that's gonna play So yeah, no, I'm actually, uh, you know, I'm actually really enjoying using Anchor as a platform. Uh, Joined a couple of uh, podcasting support groups on Facebook just to bounce ideas out and like check out and promote and, you know, network, maybe get some guests on here. I do have a couple guests lined up for October, which is going to be a lot of fun. I'm actually excited for that. And so I'm trying to think what should I, I'm going to go into my collectibles first that I brought back home before, or from home, before I uh, go into comic book stuff. So, um, right off the bat, uh, I used to go to a lot of conventions on the East Coast. One of those, I went to Con, Pax East, Anime Boston, New York Comic Con. I went to a lot of, and a lot of small ones too, like Rhode Island Comic Con. Just, you know, niche ones, and then, you know, the larger major ones. And I, I, I knew I had this somewhere, and I always thought maybe it got broken or lost um, I have a little sister, so maybe like, you know, you know, little sticky fingers might have took it and, you know, broke it and thrown it away or something, but I was a big fan of Castle Crashers, big fan of the developer of the Behemoth, and it was East 2011. Uh, I was, you know, it was the last day, I remember this vividly, because I have really good memory when it comes to meeting people that I've always wanted to meet, or, like, if it's a game that I'm, you know, near and dear to my heart or something cool, like I'm always gonna remember. So I go to the Behemoths booth. One, they had a sick arcade setup, like old school Simpsons arcade, but it was multiple machines, so you can actually play Castle Crashers arcade style, which was awesome. And um it was the last day, you know, Sunday, everything was winding down, and I saw their you know, um Tom Fulp and Dan Paladin were doing signings. They're the co owners and of the Behemoth and they created you know, Castle Crashers, and they were selling, you know, Castle Crash little figures that have, like, a little base and all the different weapons, like, stick in the base that you can, um, you know, see and put on display, but it comes in a cool, like, hard, clear, plastic case, kind of like people with their pop vinyls in now, so I was like, I want to go to signing, I want to get it signed, that'd be kind of cool, and, you know, because it's a rectangle, so there's four sides to it, um, Tom Phelps, he drew, you know, really quick, doodle, and wrote on one panel of it, and then Dan Paladin did the same thing on the other, and I was like, that was the coolest thing ever. I remember, you know, coming back home, first thing I wanted to do, I was like, took a photo, put on Facebook, all my friends were like, oh my god, that's amazing, and it was just really cool to meet them, because I, you know, I was born in the 80s, my favorite thing was the arcade side-scrolling co-op you know beat-em-ups you know streets of rage double dragon the simpsons arcade machine x-men obvious x-men is always going to be on the list that's that was my go-to arcade machine to go and it was just so cool to meet them and get the sign and i found it and it's still mint no scratches no cracks i don't know how this case survived for the last eight almost nine years and so obviously I brought that home that was in my carry on I actually brought that in my carry on backpack because I was like there's no way I'm leaving this in the suitcase it's going to get broken and then I'm going to be heartbroken that it lasted for so long safe in the house but the second I put it in my suitcase you know it gets fucked up so that was the main thing the first thing I saw and I was like okay this is coming home with me um the next thing and this is something I knew this is something I was going to try and get shipped back to me but I was like I'm going to risk putting this in my suitcase even though it's framed the frame could break I don't know I just need to so same year 2011 I, I go to a little convention here back home in Connecticut called Connecticon one of my so for gaming for me I tried to go pro air quotes for a while back in like the era of Halo 2 Halo 3 Gears of War in DOA 3 and 4. I actually did do a lot of tournaments. Uh, local. Um, and this and that. And I did fairly well in a lot of, you know, tournaments. 2v2s I did for Halo. Free-for-alls for Halo. And then obviously just straightforward fighting, you know, DOA for 3 and 4. And I actually did really fucking good. I was actually pretty decent. But back then it was like, okay, I'm graduating high school. I should go to college. And that was what I did instead. Um, But Kineticon a summer I, it always was in July, you know not too long like twenty I lived in the farm town area, so it was like a twenty five minute drive thirty minute drive into the city without traffic and you know it's my first uh it was actually my first convention as a press in two thousand and eleven and like I've been doing website and you know reviews and stuff for, you know a year or two before that about with college and the i couldn't go to conventions i didn't have the time or the money or the re- anything um, so, you know, I'm I'm going through, I'm checking out, you know, the signing list, I'm going to panels, uh, anime view screenings, and then I see, and this all goes back to why I talked about, you know, video games and this and that, like, so, at the time, one of my, favorite, my, one of my favorite franchises outside of Halo, and any, like, RPGs aside, obviously, was Gears of War. And lo and behold, I see the Dom Father himself. Carlos Ferro is doing a signing. And I was like, okay, got to go to that. And at the time, I just launched my website. Uh, at the time, the website was Those Gaming Nerds. I know a really good name, by the way, right? I still own the rights to it, so it's still there if you want to see some archive stuff from amateur, untrained journalists. So I go, and I'm just like, okay, I got to get... I gotta, I got to meet this guy. Like, Gears of War 1 and 2... Some of my favorite Xbox games. Spent so much time just playing campaign and then online with my friends. I got to meet him. So, you know, I go up to the booth. I'm like, oh, he's doing signings. And so he signs a poster to me personally. And it's just like, to Mark. And in quotes, shit yeah. And it's Kraus Farrow. the Dom. And I'm like, that is great. So then... I got him to sign another one, you know, for those gaming nerds. It was like, those gaming nerds, and then a little quick little, you know, quip catchphrase, you know, Carlos Ferrell, the Dom. And I was like, oh, that's so great, because when I first started website and stuff, I had an office set up, so I was actually setting up this, like, nerdy office with, like, multiple computer desks for myself where I could have my consoles and TVs on one to play games that I was reviewing, you know, spin my chair around, and boom, I had um, an area to... You know, write their reviews and at the time there was no Twitch or live streaming and stuff like that I was doing YouTube videos and also um, JTV Justin.TV was starting to become a thing so I was like streaming on there uh, a little bit here and there so I thought it would be kind of cool like hey come into my office be like oh yeah no I met Carl's rare there's a little poster up there Games of War 3 it's like yeah no it's no big deal Carl's a good guy you know just kind of like a weird flex for everybody But so I found that and I had them behind. It was like one frame and I had three, like the two gears of war, three posters. And then I have a third one back there, which is newer from 2015, New York comic con from uh, Dave Dorman, who did a few of the cool Darth Vader, Star Wars covers. And he had some prints. So I got something signed by him, but I was really happy that that actually made it through the flight. undamaged like i had the whole frame in my actual suitcase and i was really scared it was going to get broken but it didn't and i'm happy because this is going to go up on the wall probably right next to my um dead by daylight poster that i got signed by the devs and um producer of the game during 2016 e3 i believe it was yeah it was 2016 so this was and i'm not gonna lie this is actually one of my favorite like memorabilia i've ever gotten signed was this poster and the green castle crasher so yeah that was it for like i had some other stuff i wanted to bring home Like i had a vintage uh lost in space robot and all this other stuff but i was like and i had a lot of collector's editions about like i had the whole odst halo statue with all the you know odst members on it and this and that and i had the hell gas i had a lot of collector's editions i bought a lot i had a really nice nerd set for figures and statues, but that would have took up too much space for my carry-on, and I didn't want anything damaged, so those are one of the things I'm, I have them all boxed up to be shipped out to me, um, so I'm gonna be getting those eventually, so that's really for, like, the sign memorabilia stuff that was, like, really important that I did not want to leave there, that I wanted here, now that I'm, you know, settled in, in, in California, I, can have them on display because i wasn't sure like when i first moved back out here i was like i got i signed a quick lease wasn't sure what i was going to do for a more permanent long-term living situation it was like i moved back signed a six-month lease and they were really strict on you know putting stuff on the walls and this and that so i was like you know what i'm not going to bring a lot of stuff with me i'm just going to bring the essentials and then i'll just mail the stuff to me or when i go back i'll get them so I was really glad I got those. That made me really happy, and now they're here on display in the apartment where they belong. Now, into the goods, that the the comics. So, I, I found I don't know if it's because I'm older now. I'm 33. My mom has gotten older, but she withheld a lot of information from me, and I feel like this was important information that probably would have, um, you know been beneficial to me as a, a nerd growing up feeling so isolated and misunderstood but my mom's a freaking nerd too almost. i'm trying to swear less um she apparently when she was a kid in elementary school and all the way to high school before she graduated was buying the crap out of a lot of archie comics like she's a big archie comic fan so she had like a box and up uh, uh, first side sidebar None of these comics were boarded or bagged. So uh, right off the bat, I just like, you know, from uh, Red Fox just grabbed my chest. I was like, oh, this is a big one. And, you know, I was about to pass out because I was like, they were so... She's the original owner. So I'm like, you're the original owner. I hope these are cherry, these are mint. Mm, You got them in the bags. You got them in boxes. This is going to be good. Nope. No boards, no bags. Some discoloration. But the fact that she had consistently... I want to say for a good 10 to 12 years bought every Archie comic that came out. And not just Archie. It was um, Archie and Pals, the Betty and Veronica, the Jughead solo ones, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Archie's uh, joke book. So So it was basically everything Archie Comics, the publisher was releasing, not just Archie. And this is a big stack. And I'm just like, all right, I can't. I'm not, mailing, I, I'm not putting these in my suitcase because they're not boarded and bagged. I don't have boards and bags here, so I can't properly get these you know, in good storage and, snap, and I don't want to put them in my, my suitcase. So these were going in my carry-on. So I grabbed like 50 of them. And I was like, these are going with me. They'll be safe. They're in my carry-on bag. They're going to be in my view at all time. I'll make sure I'm gentle so they're not going to get damaged. And they didn't get damaged. Um, the first thing I did when I got home, though... Jet lagged. 9:30 at night. I've been flying for nine hours. I was like, I'm tired, but I was like, nope. I gotta board and bag these and get these safe. I did put a, a post up on my Twitter with the stacks of them separated by which uh title they were, and it was just really cool because me and my Walmart started talking about nerdy shit for a while. Like we were talking about Archie comics. um You know, I knew she was into stuff like. Joss Whedon stuff, like, you know, Buffy, Angel, she likes Charmed, like, TV shows, I'm like, okay, that's, mm." like, she buys Buffy the Vampire Slayer comic books now, I bought her some back when they were the initial run of the comic book, and now she's getting the newer ones, but then we were talking about, like, Star Wars, um, Star Trek, Lost in Space, I didn't even know she was a fan of Lost in Space, like, all these things, and I was like, you know, we, like, me and my mom are really close we have, we have a good friendship we're you know not a communication you know she knows everything about me you know i don't i never really lied to her unless i was going out to party and stuff of like that but like you know i never lied to her about how my life is going i was always transparent like you know from bullying and depression and this, i was always open with her but i felt offended that she never told me she was a this big of a nerd so we had a lot of conversations about stuff and i was like you know like we could play played some video games, like, you know, my friend's gonna hang out, like, hey mom, pick up this N64 controller, we're playing Jet Force Gemini, and she's like, oh, I used to play video games too, you know, and she's like, you do realize you weren't that old when the Nintendo came out, the Nintendo was mine, and I was like, wait, what, and she's like, yeah, and that Atari was mine too, and all those games, and I was just like, my mind was blown that my mom had the secret life of being a nerd, and she couldn't tell her own son, I was like, that's, I was I felt personally attacked and offended. By the way, I'm being sarcastic about the whole personally attacked. If you can't like pick up my my tones and my context clues, because many people will be like, oh, it's millennial of you to be offended that someone. It's like no, it's my mom. Okay, my mom swears at me all the time, sarcastically. Like I, even though we're from the U.S., my mom have a really like a British humor to each other, like a really dry sarcasm with feigned insults thrown in there and idle threats that we find hilarious so you know now we're gonna you know fast forward and so we're talking about this stuff i'm talking about my collection she's like oh i see all your po- posts on facebook she's like you got some nice comics she's like that's a lot of power ranger stuff and then she pulls out a little bag and she she apparently was picking up power ranger comic books for me over the last couple of years while i was gone and she was like just in case you missed a couple issues and i was like mother Hmm. I was like, you know, like she she would go out on Free Comic Book Day every year and get the free comic books. She would get the ones that she wanted, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you know, Spider Man, Avengers. And if she saw some Power Ranger comic, books, so I got like four or five Power Ranger comic books that I didn't like. Have the covers up. I was like, yeah, I'll take these. And then she was like, what about the other ones? I'm like, oh, I have those already. I have a nephew who's nine. And he's at that age where, you know, reading, you know, he get into comic books. Thanks to, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, kids younger age are getting into comic books and this now. So, I was like, same for him. He can, you know. And, but I thought that was really cool that, you know, you know, I um, have this cool little, like, oh, you're in comics nerdy shit now? Like, so, like, I text like, when I got home, I put, you know, stuff on the wall. And I was like, oh, I got to show you some of the comic books that came in from uh, eBay that I got. I was like, let me send you uh, a photo. So I sent her a photo. She's like, oh, those are nice covers. Like, why are they in the hard plastic thing with the number on the top? I'm like, oh, they're CGC graded. And she's like, what's that? I'm like, oh, well, you get a comic book. You send them out. This company will sit there and check the quality of snack and give it a grade on a 100-point scale of 1 to 10. So it could be like a 2.8, a 5.7. It's a 100-point scale. And then they come back in their case, and it adds value to them, and it's also in a case now that that protects them. And she's like, oh, that's really cool. She's like, would you do that with the Archie comics? I'm like, these things are dirty. I was like, they're probably going to be like a 2.4. I mean, some of them probably will be in the 5 right? Five to 6 range. And I might do it for a few of them because there's incrementals. Like she has an Archie 100, 150, 200, 250, and 300. And I was like, I'm probably going to get those, you know, graded eventually. Um, just to keep in my collection. I'm not going to sell them. They're sentiment to value. My mom was the original owner, then giving them to me. This is like something that's going to stay, you know, in my possession. I could not morally see myself getting rid of those. But, you know, I showed her one of the new ones, which I didn't get to talk about because last week, as you know, I talked about how there were some eBay shipping delays and I was really worried I wasn't going to get some of my packages before I left to go back to the East Coast. But I did get my Walking Dead number 60 CGC graded at an 8.0. Which is now on the wall. Um, Like I pointed out before. I'm getting comic books. I have a complete set. 100 through 193. Every Walking Dead comic ever. All first prints, by the way. And so, like I explained before. I'm getting issues and covers that I really loved. I'm now buying them on eBay. CGC graded to have, like, on a wall. Because... There's a lot of covers I like. Um, and one, it'll be like one of those things where like I'm still going to sell the set. But the ones that are graded, those are just for me as a collector to have on display. Because there are some really good covers through that whole entire comic book run. But I finally got that in the mail. It actually arrived Thursday night. And I was stressed it wasn't going to arrive. Because I was leaving Friday. And the tracking number said it was going to arrive on Saturday. Even though it had been almost... 10 plus days since I purchased it the person didn't ship it out until four or five days after I bought it from them and I did you know instant pay the second I won so I was really pissed that I didn't get it but that's it really for you know the stuff I brought home and comic books um man the jet lag is really hitting me like it's pretty bad I don't travel often I don't like planes I have an irrational fear of flying um so it was really rough on me, um, especially with the layovers and how long the flights were in between because it was like, oh, this first flight, like the trip's gonna be five hours of flying and then it's like, oh, here's a quick 45-minute layover. Now you're gonna fly for another two and a half hours. So that was... And there was a baby crying on both flights out to the East Coast and only on one of the flights back. So it was just a headache and it was just bad. Um, Although... So... I... You know, last week we talked. I talked about my sadness of not being able to play Gears Five. I was able to play it a little bit before I left, and I just started it up uh, this morning. Actually, before I started recording the podcast, I'm really loving it. I'm right now. I just finished Chapter One, and uh, it's so beautiful a game. The the combat, everything just looks so good. I'm lo- I'm loving the story. I'm gonna be doing a full episode dedicated to this once I finished it. Um, I also got sidetracked because I started playing Horde mode with a couple of my friends, which is just tons of fun, and I enjoy that thoroughly, and hopefully, uh, I'm going to probably finish it this week and play some more stuff. I'm looking forward to the 15th when Dave Batista is going to be a playable character in the game. He's going to be a skin that you can have for Marcus Phoenix, which is going to be amazing, and he did a whole bunch of voice acting work for it, so that's going to be pretty badass. And next week we're going to go back to a normal um episode structure where you know we talk about the new comics and then we go into uh a topic for the week. This week was kind of just like, all right, let's talk about my travels and you know bringing home all the, the good stuff. I mean, there's all uh it's just there was so much stuff to go through. I think that was the most time consuming cuz I was there for a wedding, so When I arrived Friday night, it was like 9 o'clock, ate some food, tried to adjust the time zone change, because for me it was like, oh, it's only 7 or 8 o'clock, why are you going to bed, but really it's like midnight, and I had to be up the next morning to travel about an hour and a half to check in a hotel for a wedding, so I was already tired from not sleeping proper, and then, you know, going all the way down there, wedding was amazing, um, you know, then that was all day Saturday, stayed overnight in a hotel, checked out Sunday morning, got back to my family's place around, you know, two or three, still slightly adjusted, got to catch up with some friends, um, really quick, and then, you know, it was Sunday night, and I was like, okay, I'm exhausted, starting to feel sick, let me go to sleep, and then it's like Monday was my go through everything day, even though I didn't have a full day to myself because, you know, that was my last full day. So I tried to squeeze in as much family time as possible. And then it's Tuesday morning back to the West Coast. So it was a really not a lot of free time to do a lot of things. Um, I'm going to try not to, you know, wait so long to travel though. I mean, three, almost, over three and a half years was kind of a long time not seeing my family for the short amount of time I was there to actually see them. So I'm definitely going to be, you know, planning a trip a lot sooner, um, over there, you know, more adjust the time because I feel like I spent more time adjusting the time zone than I did actually there and not feeling like crap. But that has been episode ten of a Nerd Named Mark podcast. My name is Mark. Don't forget the podcast now is on anchor.fm slash ANNM podcast. Um you going from there you can see all the links where you could subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, Google Music. Um, I still have the Patreon, which is patreon.com slash under podcast. Also, I do have the link. The Anchor.fm page has a link to everything. Follow me on Twitter at the underscore ionvein. It's also the same for Instagram. I've been posting a lot of cool stuff on there. I'm going to start, now that I'm back and adjusting, this month we're going to start having some um, special podcast strictly for the patreon supporters um, just little ones maybe like spoiler cast going over like spoilers from games movies TV shows I'm gonna start doing um, one of the perks is I'll do like either a google hangout or skype or discord and if you have a website or anything like that and you need help with it or you want advice or like QA stuff because I've been you know a video game pop culture journalist since 2009 actually 2008. Um, I've been on other big successful podcasts before I started up my own, and I've been going to events and conventions and covering them. So it's I have a wide range of knowledge of those things. So I got some Q and A options, video stuff. I'll even help you, you know, get your stuff up and running and set up for you, just to you know help you out. I'm always willing to you know pay it forward. But with that being said, thank you for listening. if you haven't already, go to iTunes. Throw me a little five-star, little review rating, maybe a little comment. I'm always open to suggestions. And we also have the Facebook page, which is a Nerd Named Mark podcast. Just search that in there. I post more updates on when the show is going to go live or if there's delays or anything like that. Once again, thank you for listening to a Nerd Named Mark podcast. My name is Mark, and I'm a nerd.